When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome along to AFTV Transfer Daily, the show that keeps you up to date with players that have been linked with a summer transfer move to Arsenal. Um, there are only 10 days to go until the transfer window closes. It shuts, as they say, um, and um, that will be it. That will be the business done for the summer, and no club will be able to do any transfer business until we get to January. So that will be it. 10 days left of the transfer window, which opened, by the way, on, what was it? The 14th of June. The 14th of June we've been going since. Every single day we've been here bringing you a transfer update. And uh, Arsenal have been busy this transfer window. Um, when I run through the transfers, Declan Rice, £105 million. Kai Havertz, £65 million. Urien Timber, £35 million. And David Raya, a £3 million loan deal. Um, those four transfers through the door. And Arsenal have spent £208 million this transfer window so far. But will they go back and bring in anybody else? They've got until September the 1st at 11pm. That is when the transfer window shuts. All in all, great business so far. But they've had the big setback, of course, of one of those big signings, Urian Timber, um, getting injured, and the talk is, what are we going to do? We're going to bring someone else, someone else in for him. Uh, ACL injury, surely that's it for the whole year. You, you know, literally, you're gone. Or do we try and solve that with other things? It's going to be really intriguing to see. I do get the feeling that Arsenal will do something else before this transfer window closes. Um, but everybody's intrigued to see what it will be. Fabrizio Romano talking about it yesterday, and he is um, saying that he feels that Arsenal could still make a move for Mohamed Kudus. Now, we've been linked with Kudus for many, many weeks. Um, we've been linked with him. Chelsea been linked with him. Brighton, all kinds of teams. The team that's been trying their hardest to sign him over the past week or so, it's been West Ham. Now, West Ham have just had a, a £36 million bid rejected by um, Ajax. Ajax are really putting their foot down on this one now and saying, listen, if we don't get the right money for Kudos, we're not going to sell him. I note that the £36 million that they've rejected is actually more than the £35 million which they actually accepted from Brighton. But I think... They're unhappy with some of the uh, sort of clauses and everything that's been put in by West Ham. We don't know yet whether the player himself wants to go to West Ham. Remember, a bid was accepted for him to go to Brighton, which the player himself did not agree personal terms with Brighton. So could Arsenal come in and hijack West Ham's move for Kudus before the end of the transfer window? As I said, Fabrizio Romano saying, do not rule this one out. Um, Arsenal could still make a late move to bring Kudus into Arsenal. But could that one happen? Um, it's going to be really, really interesting to see. Another one that I think 
let's keep an, a, a close eye on and see what happens, is the Ivan Fresnida one. Now, Sport Witness are claiming um, they're a publication. They're claiming that Arsenal are still very interested in Fresnida. There's an issue now because of the fact that, you know, we are missing Urian Timber. It's amazing how important he'd become over, you know, after watching him over the preseason and then watching him just in the, the community shield in that first game, you could see how important Urian Timber was going to be to Arsenal over this season. But as I said, not going to be around now. Now, what do Arsenal do? Do they try and cover off that position? One of the solutions is to bring in Fresnida, who's a very young player, still only 18, but really, really highly thought of over there in Spain. Bring him in in that right arm back position. Um, then you can shift over Ben White if required um, as the cover for centre-back for Saliba. And then you've got options to move around players to cover out left-hand side, as we've seen Mikel Arteta doing in previous games. So do not rule out Ivan Fresnida. Um, it's interesting that he was really a hot favourite to go to Barcelona. But that, that now is not going to happen because uh, Barcelona have moved for Jao Cancelo instead. And Cancelo is going to become a Barcelona player uh, moving from Manchester City. We can't get Cancelo because they won't do business with us. So is an option Ivan Fresnida? would only cost about £13 million. Raya Valladolid have been relegated um, from the top division of Spain. And this kid is available. He's young. He could develop. He, you know, he, he could sort of cover off bases until, you know, Timber comes back. I think this is going to be an interesting one to watch as well. But Ivan Fresnida still being very heavily linked today. Outgoings, of course, are going to be big between now and the end of the transfer window. One player we definitely know is not going to be going is Gabriel. Again, you know, Arsenal making it very, very clear yesterday to Al-Itihad, the team from Saudi Arabia, that were trying to sign him that, listen, Gabriel is not for sale. He's not for sale to you guys. He's not for sale to Real Madrid. We are not selling Gabriel, despite the fact that he hasn't started the first two games, which a lot of people found very strange. He is not going out. Itihad have apparently turned their attentions to um, uh, Marquinhos of PSG now that they know that there's no chance of signing Gabriel, but Gabriel set to stay at Arsenal. But what about Albi, Albert Sambi Lokonga? Hasn't fi figured in any of the preseason games, hasn't figured in any of the squads for um, the Premier League. Arsenal definitely want to move him on. Uh, the favourites to sign him have been Burnley, all transfer window. Uh, there's the, you know, the, the connection with Vincent Company, who managed him at Anderlecht. But now it's emerged that Brighton are now very, very interested in signing Sambi Lokonga. A lot of it hinges on what happens with a deal that they're trying to get done for a player called Carlos Belaber of Lille. If they can get the Carlos Belaber deal done with Lille, they probably won't move for Sambi Lokonga. But having big issues with getting that deal done, and they're said to have turned their attention to Albert Sambi Lokonga um, and would want to bring him in if they can't get this deal done. Now, whether it will be a permanent deal, which I think that is what Arsenal would favour to do right now to bring in some money, or whether it would be um, a deal that's a, a loan deal for the season, 
that's yet to be seen. But Brighton have entered the fray for that one as well and fully expecting Sambi Lokonga to move on within the next 10 days. And within the next 10 days, what is going to happen with following Balogun? Again, a player definitely is going to be um, leaving the club before the end. Well, listen, if he doesn't go, it'd be an absolute shock. Monaco said to be readying a new bid. Um, they've had a bid already rejected. We know that Arsenal are looking for £50 million. Monaco now said to be coming in with a new bid. Um, they're desperate for a striker. A lot of teams are desperate for a striker, and they're looking to come back. But Arsenal, standing firm, they want this £50 million, or probably something like a 45 might get it done. Chelsea, very, very interesting, but in Balogun as well. But rumours flying around that Arsenal have demanded a whopping £70 million from Chelsea. Um, just as we heard that, you know, there was a big fee added on for Tottenham, which Tottenham then, you know, backed away. Um, the same goes for Chelsea. Arsenal saying, if you want to get Balogun, £50 million to everybody else, to you, £70 million. Um, now, you know what? Chelsea could probably afford to pay that. Um, but um, that is the, the rumour that Arsenal is demanding a £20 million additional Chelsea tax if you want to bring Balogun in. And if that's true, good on them. Um, and finally, Kostas Mavrapanis. Remember, one of one of the early players sort of signed, um, you know, just, just before, um, before, you know, um, Mikel Arteta came. I think he's under the Unai Emery reign. Um, didn't quite work out for him. Big, big um, centre-back, Greek centre-back. But he did go over to German football with Stuttgart and did really, really well over there. Um, and now he's just been signed for West Ham. Um, £17 million plus £2 million in add-ons. However, um, good result for Arsenal because um, they put a sell-on clause in there and they're set to make um, just under £2 million on the deal. So... Good little bit of business there for Arsenal. Little bit of money into the coffers, which can enable them to buy someone else in this transfer window. So 10 days to go. What are Arsenal going to do? It's going to be really, really interesting to see. I do feel someone else is going to come through that door. But who? We're going to find out. Thanks for watching the show, and I'll see you tomorrow. Podcast Network.